Good morning, this is Bryce Peterson, and you're listening to Actually You Can, episode 45, Force of Nature. So two days ago, I was just sitting there minding my business. I was deep in thought, sitting in my work chair, looking out the window, enjoying the, the clouds, the different interesting formations that I see throughout the day. All of a sudden, bright flash and a simultaneous thundering, bone-shaking explosion scared the holy crap out of me. Riker was the only other person in the house at the time. He was on the VR headset, and he th threw that to the ground and came running in to be next to me. And I thought, wow, I wonder where that lightning struck. That was super close. I wonder what it hit. Come to find out, it was our neighbor's tree about three houses away across the street. This tree's probably about 40 feet tall, maybe 50 feet tall. There was just large chunks of bark, baseball bat-sized splinters of wood that had been strewn about. Looking at that tree from the very top all the way to the bottom on this one particular limb and all the way down through the trunk, you could see a split going all the way down. All the bark was missing right along that split. And then walking around the tree... There were some limbs that appeared to have all the bark just blown off of them, but there was hardly a limb on there that wasn't affected. Even the ground right there at the, the base of the tree, the dirt had been disrupted and was sitting there in chunks by one of the roots where it, where it followed through. It was all over in the street, their driveway, just everywhere. And if I had my wits about me and was a good neighbor, I would have helped clean it up. Um, I was just too amazed sitting there looking at everything. It was astonishing. I've never been that close to a lightning strike that I knew of. And to just see what became of that tree when it absorbed just that very brief, brief moment of incredible power from that lightning strike. It's just absolutely remarkable. It will be interesting to see what becomes of that tree in the spring after the leaves are long gone. You know, how many leaves will come back in there? Really a, quite the astonishing thing. And one of our neighbors across the street from there happened to be outside when it happened. And talking to him, he said that he could taste the electricity in his mouth and felt like he'd gotten hit by some of it because it knocked him to the ground and sent his measuring tape flying off of his belt. It really impacted him. He's got long hair and his hair was, uh, he said that it was sticking up. Yes, the force of nature. Such a brief amount of time, too, for that lightning to hit and cause such a reaction like that. So this morning... As I was out for my run today, and I ended up doing a, a record distance today. I did 16.5 miles. It took me about three hours to do. As I was passing by our friend's house with the lightning struck tree, I saw one of those pieces of bark in the street, and it just kind of hit me right there. I was like, oh, wow, 
that bark was blown off that tree by lightning. That's kind of a neat artifact. And I picked it up. It's about, I don't know, maybe about a foot long. Just a, just a little bit less than a foot long and a couple inches wide. And I'm holding it right now. This thing is just thrashed and shredded. And I reflected on how fascinating it was that, that the force of lightning blew this thing clean off the tree. And how cool that was. And it just kind of made me feel like somehow I was, I was handling an effect of the power of God almost in a, in a way. And so I held on to that piece of bark for the last five miles of my 16 and a half mile run. Just kind of reflected on how I want to, to the best of my ability, align myself with God's power. And what's it going to take to get myself properly aligned so that he can use me better, so that I can be effective, so that I can be a force for him. Not necessarily like the way the lightning is. I don't want to be destroying anything. <laughs> I want to be a conduit for his, his love and, and goodness and to be able to build things up. There's plenty of places in the scriptures where we can get some reference points to illustrate the power of God. One of them is in the book of Moses, the first chapter. Moses has this incredible interaction with Christ, essentially. And it says he saw God face to face and talked with him. And the glory of God was upon Moses. Therefore, Moses could endure his presence. And God spoke to Moses saying, Behold, I am the Lord God Almighty, and endless is my name. For I am without beginning of days or end of years. And is not this endless? And behold, thou art my son. Wherefore, look, and I will show thee the workmanship of mine hands. But not all. For my works are without end, and also my words, for they never cease. No man can behold all my works, except he behold all my glory. And no man can behold all my glory, and afterwards remain in flesh on the earth. And Moses looked and beheld the world upon which he was created. And Moses beheld the world and the ends thereof, and all the children of men, which are, which were created, of the same he greatly marveled and wondered. And the presence of God withdrew from Moses that his glory was not upon Moses, and Moses was left unto himself. And as he was left unto himself, he fell to the earth. Now I love what comment we get out of Moses at this, at this point. And it came to pass that it was for the space of many hours before Moses did again receive his natural strength. And he said unto himself, Now, for this cause, I know that man is nothing, which thing I never had supposed. What's encouraging to me about this is that here we have Moses. He's an exceptional individual, and yet he can arrive at these moments of clarity where he's learning something that's just blown his mind. It doesn't take much to blow my mind, but I do really enjoy it when it happens. And subsequently, this is quite interesting, but the adversary appears to Moses and starts demanding that he, mo that he worship him. And there's no glory in the adversary. Moses can look at him with his natural eyes. And so he ultimately commands Satan to depart after Satan throws a fit and rent, 
gnashes his teeth and spits and whines and howls. He just acts like a complete toddler, essentially. Moses dismisses him, and he has to leave. And what's encouraging is that after this interaction, he again has another interaction with God. And there's more that he gets to see, far and away more than what he saw before. It says he beheld many lands. Each land was called earth, and there were inhabitants on the face thereof. And Moses called upon God, saying, Tell me, I pray thee, why these things are so, by what thou madest them. And the glory of the Lord was upon Moses, so that Moses stood in the presence of God and talked with him face to face. And the Lord God said unto Moses, For mine own purpose have I made these things. Here is wisdom, and it remaineth in me. So he didn't tell him why, or he doesn't tell him how. And he also makes it plain that, by and large, it's not Moses' business at this point. Here is wisdom, and it remaineth in me. But he does tell him, I created them by mine only begotten Son, who is full of grace and truth, and worlds without number have I created. And I created them for my own purpose. By the Son I created them, which is mine only begotten. And as one earth shall pass away, and the heavens thereof, even so shall another come, and there is no end to my works, neither to my words. And then the famous scripture, For behold, this is my work and my glory to bring to pass the immortality and eternal life of man. So that's the backdrop to that scripture. Moses has an incredible experience, face-to-face -face interaction with God, totally drains his strength. So it's kind of like this lightning bolt has hit him in essence shatters his natural strength, blows it to smithereens, and he realizes that on his own, compared to the Almighty God, he is absolutely nothing. I am nothing compared to this power. And yet this being wants to interact with him, wants to teach him things, wants to help him along the process. His work and glory is to bring to pass the immortality and eternal life of Moses. Not just everybody, we're to each individual person. Your name is on that list. Put your name in that scripture. He wants to bring to pass your immortality and your eternal life. Yours, your wife's, all your kids, everything that we see, everything that we can observe in this incredible universe. And we're getting to see more and more of it all the time, thanks to these incredible telescopes that are being put out in the Earth's orbit these satellites that we're sending out and we're all this exists because God organized it. He didn't create it out of nothing, but he organized the matter and the energy and it behaves the way it does because it is instructed to do so. But the whole purpose of it all is for our, it is for the backdrop of our immortality and our opportunity for eternal life. It's absolutely astounding that we get to participate in this amazing experience. There is so much that we don't know. There is so much that I don't know that I want to know. And when I hold this piece of bark, it's remarkable not just because it was blown off the tree by the amazing force of lightning. It was amazing before that happened. All the molecules are organized in such a way to help maintain the life of that tree. And it all behaves this way because it is instructed to do so. And it obeys.
perhaps you've watched some of those films about how lightning happens with highly sophisticated and highly sensitive camera equipment. They have observed that part of the process of lightning striking, there's some stuff that happens on the face of the earth ahead of the lightning strike itself. It's almost like there's this little dance going on. There's this quick little uh, lead out. It's called a positive leader, and you can only you can't see it with the naked the naked eye. But it's almost like this precursor to the lightning. It comes from above and comes down the positive leader, and then there are these pillars, if you will, of electricity that come up from the earth toward the sky, and they go up six, ten feet, something like that. And there's multiple ones all around. And when there's a connection there, then the lightning will discharge down into that rising tentacle of electricity from down below. And this just kind of makes me think about prayer. So we have God, all of his interests surround us. Because he's outside of time and space, he can spend 100% of his time with everyone. If, we, if each of us wanted to learn how to commune with him constantly and have constant communication with him, we could if we were willing to be disciplined and willing to do that. So his presence is there. That's the cloud with the lightning in it. And then for us, we are those electric tentacles coming up from the ground, reaching up. We're like, yes, we, we're reaching out to make that connection the way you're reaching out to us. And then it happens and it discharges. It kind of makes me think about personal revelation in a way. He is so eager to help us and so eager to introduce his mighty, incredible power into our lives to the extent that we are re ready and willing to receive it. He is mindful of us all the time. He never sleeps. And it's our opportunity to invite him in. He is the almighty God. He has all power full of love, complete and pure love, and all of it to help us on our journey. Every single one of us is on an eternal journey, and we each have the opportunity to become as he is. Every single one of us. I love my piece of lightning bark. I have every intention to hold on to it and bring it with me running until it just falls apart too much and I can't use it anymore. It's just completely thrashed, but it's pretty freaking sweet. So I'm going to enjoy it while I can. Thank you for spending some time with me today. And thanks to everybody who has left a review for me on iTunes or Spotify. That just helps people find the podcast, benefit from the content. Thank you in advance for doing that, if you haven't done it already. And if you have something that you'd like me to cover, a situation that you're sort of in the middle of that you'd like help navigating, I would love to address that in the podcast. So send me an email. Bryce at BricePeterson.com. And that's it for now.